0: think about it, God's gone to amazing lengths to preserve His love letters to us down through the centuries. You know, the Bible. Yeah, that's it. His love letter. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and it's fabulous to be back with you today as we take a look at the amazing Word of God from a different perspective. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about the powerful prayer that could be coming your way to help you through whatever you happen to be dealing with in your life just at the moment. Sadly these days we tend to send and receive very few letters. I mean personal letters, letters of friendship, letters of love. There's something about receiving a personal letter in the mail It's so much better than email. It has a stamp and a postmark, and you have to open it. And then you sit down with a cup of tea and you read it. That friend who wrote it, you you can see their handwriting. It's so personal. It's so wonderful. So much better than all the emails that flood in my tray. I wonder if you can ever remember receiving love letters. Well, what if we received a love letter that was thousands of years old, written by God himself, and preserved down through the ages just for you, just for me. What if that's what the Bible is? It's a love letter from God. Sixty-six different, well, books, some of them stories, some of them songs and poems, some of them letters written to different groups of people at different times, each one of them written by someone that God handpicked, someone In whom he breathed his spirit, someone to whom God spoke, and and it was just the right person at the right time, this someone who listened to God and wrote one of the books, one of the 66. Paul the Apostle wrote letters to churches while he was in a dungeon on death row. Matthew and Mark and, and Luke and John wrote the four Gospels to different groups of people to tell them about Jesus. And God preserved them all over thousands of years from the first to the last with an incredible degree of historical accuracy. You know, before the printing press, they were copied out by hand by people called scribes. Now, you know how thick a Bible is. It's a pretty big book. You can imagine hundreds and thousands of scribes copying the Bible over and over and over again. It wasn't until the 30th of September... 1452 that Johann Gutenberg's printing press published the first book on mass and that book was the Bible now these days when we look at all those different copies and translations and, and manuscripts there are almost no discrepancies in the hand copies and any that there are there are really minor and not very important the Bible is this, this vast, amazing, confusing book and story that that begins right at the beginning with God creating the heavens and the earth and and tracks through the story of Israel in in Egypt and and their departure through the Red Sea and their 40 years in the desert and into the Promised Land and and all the turmoil and the war and the exile and the return. And it's stories of people, Moses and David and Ruth and Esther and Paul and Timothy. and, And it's an account of God's son, Jesus, and of the fledgling church, the book of Acts, the letters of Paul and Peter and John and others. This this amazing array of God's stories spread over thousands of years, preserved for thousands of years more. Now, here, in your hand, in my hand, to read God's amazing love letter. Not a textbook not a theological text, not a book of dry rules, not a book of dot points, but of stories and poems and people in pain and agony and and fear crying out to God and and people praising God and worshipping God, seeing God's hand in delivering them and protecting them, God's heartbeat through it all, loving them. God's words there for you and me. God's story there for you and me. God crying out through it all. I love you. I love you so much. God's promises, God's power, God's mercy, God's wisdom, all laid out in this vast story, this huge canvas, which is a story of God touching people. It's the story of God revealing himself. It's history, his story. And not in a dry text, not just in words, but through his spirit. Every part of the Bible was inspired by God's spirit. if we open that book and just read the words, we miss the point. But if we approach this love letter in prayer, in the spirit of God, saying, God, open it up to me. God... As I open it up, speak to me today. The most awesome, amazing spiritual reality happens as God pours his love and his spirit out through those pages into our hearts and our lives. People who stare at the Bible as some fundamentalist doctrinal statement like Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto or Hitler's Main Kampf miss the point. Or people who call themselves Christians who have a Bible or two or three or four that they never open, just collects dust. It's too hard to read or too hard to understand. We miss the point. God's written a love letter. God's taken men and women and told their story and had them write it down and preserved it and put it in our hands to tell us about his love for us. I love you. God is speaking to someone today. I believe that God today is crying out to you, reaching out from his heart into your heart, saying, I love you. Read my love letter. Can I ask you a question? Do you want to know that love? Deep in your spirit, every minute of every day, Do you want to live through the turbulent and difficult and uncertain days knowing the promises of God in your spirit? Do you want to have so much of that love in you that you can't contain it, that his love and his spirit just overflow from you into the lives of others? Are you so hungry for God that you ache? Are you so thirsty and parched and dry that you just have to drink? Then pick up his love letter for yourself. Pray, Lord, where do you want me to begin? Follow his lead. Follow his spirit. Lord, now show me. Now speak to me. Now feed me. Because I need you. And he will show up. And in those words of his love letter, you and I will experience and know and hear him through his spirit. Father, I pray for each one of us today. Pour your spirit into us. Give us a passion to open that love letter. And as we do, as we read the words, lift them up off the page and speak them into our hearts. Bring life, bring refreshing, bring peace, bring joy. In Jesus Christ's name we ask. like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at PowerfulPrayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you.